Hey, good morning. Happy Father's Day to all of you. And I thank you very much, those uh, of you who came and wished me a happy Father's Day, almost everyone. Thank you again. May the Lord help you to continue to be the Father that after God's own heart. That's the most important thing. Well, I struggled with this message. But anyway, the Lord said, go ahead and do it. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to be nice. <laughs> nice. And encouraging you to be the best fathers that you can ever be. That, that's from my heart. So let's say a word of prayer before we do anything. Thank you, Father, for bringing us here on Father's Day. Thank you for every father in attendance. And those who couldn't make it, we pray that you will be with them and give them a happy Father's Day. Speak to us, O Lord, and may you bless each and every family here. We don't want to exclude the wives, the mothers, the Unmarried ladies and men too, we include them all, Lord. Help us to be after you in our heart and bless each and every one we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, I took my portion of scripture today from Psalm 92. Psalm 92. Verses 12 through 15. Verses 12 through 15, Psalm 92. The righteous man will flourish like the palm tree. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still yield fruit in old age. They shall be full of fat and very green to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock. And there is no unrighteous in our Lord. You know, someone said, our actions speak louder than our words, which is true in many cases. This is true first and foremost at home. Children learn from their parents, that is the mother, and we salute every mother today also, and wish you also that you will enjoy a happy Father's Day with your family. Children learn values, morals, and priorities by observing how their parents act and react every day. If parents 
exhibit a deep reverence to God and dependence on Him, the children will catch that attitude and they will become like mommy and daddy. What we pray and hope for is for our children to see the love of God, the reverence of God in us, teaching them the right living, the right living by honoring our God and honoring each member of our family. Many children nowadays live in confusion because there is no head of family at all. Oh, may God help us to bring them, our children, together. Give them the word of God. Let them know that God is almighty and God is everything in this household. And today, today, in our chaotic world, today, and what can I say about this world? Crazy. This is not the world I knew 50 years ago, 60 years ago. This is not the world, the society I know at all. Everything is changing. And what we are looking for, what God is looking for today is real men. Real men who can stand firm in their conviction. Real men who can remember that long time ago, some of them or most of them came to Sunday school and learned about Christ when they were that little. This is why, this is why we stress a lot on Sunday school and may God bless those teachers. You know, you saw them leaving. They were not leaving church. They're going to their own church. They're going to the Sunday school upstairs where they teach, they teach the little ones how to obey God and obey their parents and follow through on what they learned at Sunday school. Whether it is a, a little song, whether, whether it's a verse or anything else, they will take it home and they will try and live with it. But today, today how many, how many families send their children to Sunday school? I leave the answer to you. We need courageous men, as I said. We need who are willing to be the right example every day as long as they live. God needs these men who put God's business above other, any other business. And I say this with all the love of, in my heart. Friends, families, God is looking for the man who's more concerned, listen to this, about winning souls for Christ than he's about winning honor.
we're looking, God is looking for men who say, God first. God first. The man that Bible describes as a righteous man, righteous man who will flourish like the palm tree. Now, I sat down to think of a title. Because if I don't go, if I don't go without a title, I defeat what I tell people, that you should have a title so people can follow it. I gave it a title, and bear with me, you will understand it later on. The Palm Tree Father. You don't understand it? I'll explain it. The Palm Tree Father. The Bible describes this father as a righteous man who will flourish like the palm tree. The righteous man who will flourish like the palm tree. What do you think of this title? Can you follow? Let's go for the next 10 minutes or so. What is, what, what are we meant to follow? We follow the word of God. And Adel, you're saying uh, a palm tree father, okay? Can you explain? First of all, the palm tree have deep roots. Deep roots. Okay, to be fathers like this, uh, like the, the, the psalmist here describes the righteous man. He also, he says in Psalm also, in Psalm chapter 1, verse 3, where he says, He shall be like a tree planted by the river of water. The palm tree, to begin with, strains the wind and the storms of life. But it stands firm because of its deep roots. You're following. If you are listening, you will see what I'm leading at. So is the Christian now, is the Christian who is rooted in Christ can stand the winds of temptation and the storms of life. The palm tree has had many enemies. And also, it has been threatened for its life. First of all, how, Adel, how? I tell you what. The dryness of the desert. One. The burning heat of the sun, because the palm tree it grows mostly in the deserts. More, more so, the storms of the deserts are fierce and other kinds of things, but it lives. It lives because it is rooted deep in the earth. 
Now, regardless of the elements of nature that threatens a palm tree, you know palm tree there, you know I walk almost every day and I pass by homes that have palm trees in front of the, in the front lawn, so, so tall, I always look at them and I, I try to figure how, how these palm trees go up and they never break. They never break. This question. And now when I was studying this subject, they bend left and right, whatever, when it depends on the wind. And they bend. But you know one thing? They never break. And if you now got what I said, the palm tree father. Fathers, men in general, are you threatened by the life we are living today? You will say, oh yes, yes, of course. We are threatened. It's a difficult. Are there winds? Are there dry winds? Yes, there are. Is there any, any uh, problems that we face daily? Yes. But one thing, if you are walking close to God, you will never break. You will bend. You sometimes cry and sometimes say, I don't know how to get out of this situation. But if you look at God and you are deep rooted in the Lord, nothing will happen and the Lord will make all these things why? Because you are his. And he said, nothing will hurt you. I am walking with you. And he told the disciples, and he tells you today, sitting on these benches, he will tell you, I am with you till the end of the world. Fathers, if you're deep-rooted in Christ, if you know Jesus Christ as Savior, this is the moment, this is the day to give him thanks until he got you to this point. And if you're not, this is now the place where say, Lord Jesus, take my life, I give it to you. I can't do it alone. I look around and I see, I see a sad, sad situation. Help me to continue living, but come into my life, take charge of this life. I give it to you. And fathers, Paul faced his life. He was beaten. He was at one day, he was left by the side of the road to die after they stoned him. And after they left, the Lord touched him and said, get up. There's a ministry for you. It's not the time for you to go. Fathers, whatever your situation is, whatever the difficulties you're facing, 
You are deep rooted in Christ. Keep on going and he will give you the strength to continue. That's my word for you today. And Paul, Paul writing to the Romans, he tells them, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, wars, perils, everything. He said, no, nothing will separate us. We are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ who loved us. This is it. Are you deep-rooted? Like the palm tree. Now you, you will understand when I said a palm tree father. Why I say deep-rooted? Because depends on your foundation. If your foundation is on Jesus Christ, you're deep-rooted. Now, the palm tree, when it grows, it doesn't grow branches right or left. It grows upright. Have you seen palm tree? Waving like this, like any other thing. No. One thing keeps going. Keeps going upright. No matter when it's, when it's planted, whether by the rivers, where in the Sahara or desert, whether in your backyard, from anywhere, where, no matter where, it grows straight up in the air, erect and strong. It is a fitting image of a clean-cut Christian father who is upright in character and in deeds. Verses 12 mentioned, the verse we read, mentioned the following. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Cedar trees are very strong. I, I went there many times because I... I was born in Lebanon and the cedars, uh, many, many tourists come and go visit it. They are, they are fantastic, gigantic uh, trees and they smell nice. They smell nice. They're, they're durable. They outlast snow, heat, uh, wind, uh, everything else. And uh, they're still there. And you know, there, it is refreshing to be there and stay half, half a day and leave. But if you continue disregarding the word of God. I hope there's none here at all. And live your own way. You're far away from what we call a palm tree. But if you do, look at the palm tree and say, I want to be even better than the palm tree. You know what? 
the Lord will take you by the hand and guide you throughout your life. Uh, there's a saying that we have. If we want to say that this gentleman or this lady, and we describe them, we say, he is a regular cedar. Firm, that's what they are. Sound, strong, and always in the same place. They don't go anywhere. Wow, because, because they are rooted down there and not, they're not shallow. Take, talk to a shallow man and you lose interest. Talk to a person who is deep-rooted in Christ. You will be affected, and you say, I want to be with them. I want to imitate him. God, give me that. He is upright. And you know, I looked for the word upright. The best thing is the dictionary. Okay, it says according to Webster's, that means he is righteous. Listen to me, Ben. That means he is righteous. He's honest. He is truthful and just. The cedar tree Christian. This is the challenge for us, men first, the challenge, and all of us, that we need, especially honesty, that is almost non-existent in our society today. Men, we are challenged to be honest, to be righteous, to be truthful and just. There's a story about uh, a father who was so honest and truthful. He has his boy put on a witness stand in an important lawsuit. The prosecuting attorney cross-examined him. He delivered he thought a crushing blow to the testimony. He wiped out. He thought, the boy. Your father, he tells him, has been telling you how to testify, huh? Has he not? Yes, the little boy replied and did not hesitate with the answer. Now, tell us how your father told you to testify. That's the trap. Well, the boy said modestly without any hesitancy. Father told me that he told the lawyer, looked at him in the face. Uh, he said they would, the lawyers would, would try to tangle you in the testimony. But if I would just be careful to tell the truth. 
Are we truthful? And he told him, he said, you could repeat your testimony several times. It will be just the thing. Fathers are supposed to tell the truth, to be upright in every occasion. Don't look for any deviation from the truth because you will not be able to repeat the story or your testimony twice the same. If you listen to someone who lies, you will hear the story in several versions within one week. But for someone who is truthful, he tells, you, tells it as it is. He will tell you all the time, I told you, this is it. I have no other story. Be upright and truthful. Young men, may the Lord bless you. Do that. And when you are deep-rooted, when you are upright, then you can be fruitful. Three words. Deep-rooted, upright, and truthful. Fruitful. You know what, what, what we read? Go home and read it. They will still yield fruit in old age. Old age will not affect them. They will be fruitful. The palm tree is a source of nourishment. You will be able to affect others. The, you, know, you know dates, if, if you like dates. These, these dates grow on palm trees. On palm trees. And you know, they produce up to 600 pounds of fruit every year. I had, to, I had to check this out. And the palm tree in the desert serves as a beacon. Well, it's not lights and so on because it's so tall. The, car the caravans, when they pass by, they will see it up there and they will use it as a beacon. And they will smile when they see, they see a, a palm tree. They will say, ah, oh, that means we have water. That means we have, we have shade, you know. And the palm tree is a, like a refuge. And they pass there by, they rest, and they, they recharge, if you will please, and then go on their journey. When people meet you, fathers, they will have a smile. Oh, I'm going to have a meeting with such and such. Oh, I can recharge my batteries. I can rejuvenate. I hear good experience. And they are a blessing. Are you a blessing? Are you a blessing? That Christian should be useful and fruitful, period. Period, are you fruitful? Are you still bearing fruits 
in your now old age, most of them are youthful. Okay, this is the time. This is the time to gather the experience. This is the time to uh, deep root your belief in Christ. This is the time to recharge from the cross. This is the time to grow. It's not the time to play. And I like playing. There's a time for playing. It's the time to go to the word of God and say, I want to live according to the teaching of the Bible. Take it. If you're married, take it to your wife. If you have children, take, take all this to your children and start teaching them. And when you grow old, you will still be fruitful and God will bless you until you hear the trumpet sound. Did you, did you hear, I didn't say, until you die? We should have faith. We should have faith that we will be still alive until we hear the trumpet sound. Do I hear an amen? amen. Oh, you say, well, I'm young. I'm not going to die. You don't know. I don't know. We don't know. But, but there's a promise. They shall be fruitful in what? Old age. God will give you. That means he's going to keep you. If you're in service, if you're a tree, if you're a good, good palm tree, and you're rooted, and now you will be fruitful. Are we fruitful, gentlemen? Gentlemen, are we fruitful? Are we an oasis for refreshment when people are tired, thirsty, they don't know what to do? They will say, let's go. Let's go to Sonny. He will, he, will, uh, he will affect us. We'll hear some good words. Are you? Are we? Am I? Christian men, we should be like this tree. Now you understand what I said. A, a palm tree Christians. May the Lord help us to be fruitful. The Bible says in uh, chapter 1, verse 3, and let me read it to you. He will be fruitful, planted by the riverside. You have water. He will be like a tree firmly planted by the riverside, which yields, here it is, its fruits in its season, and its leaf does not wither. And in whatever, in whatever this man, he will prosper. Do not we prosperous fathers? It's a challenging message. It challenged me. And I said, Lord, help me to deliver it. And I hope you understood me. We should be like, like this Christmas, uh, this uh, palm tree. Uh, bring refreshments, bring good news to the world. Show them what is really, what is really the meaning to be a man of God. I challenge you today. I challenge you today. God, make me fruitful. Let me be upright. Let me be honest and so I can be a refreshment, a salvation to people around me.
Let your light go before me. This should be our prayers. Lord, help us to grow near you on a daily basis. And ladies, I told you I am not going to, um, to say anything um, that will bother you, but let me say this word. What a man does at home, you are his partner, and you should do the same. You should be able to do the same and support him, support your husband, and this is for the benefits of your children. Amen? May God help us all. And guess what? Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this study that you want us to follow and help us to understand it well, practice it, and live it, and help us to be upright, honest, sincere, and help us to be fruitful in everything we do. Bless us. Bless all the families and give them a good day and the fathers a happy Father's Day. We pray, Lord, that you dismiss us with your blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The meeting is over. May God bless you and be with you. Have a good afternoon. Happy Father's Day.